NNF After Dark is brought to you by Sandpiper Vacations. For all of your vacation planning needs, visit www.sandpipervacations.com. Tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. to NNF After Dark. Chris is going to take you through the highlights of the previous episode and maybe even say some bad words, plus celebrity interviews, and much, much more. And now, here he is, the scumbag reselling hoarder himself, Chris Yob! Welcome to No New Friends. I wanted to whisper at this time because I feel like ASMR goes a little bit further with our audience. Just I not on Zoom good. because I couldn't hear shit. I yeah, I did. Uh, okay, so this is No New Friends After Dark for those of you who did not hear me whisper the term After Dark. Um, I don't know what episode number this is because we are recording 161. On tonight. 161. Uh, Scott usually has that on me for Riverside, which is the platform we do recording. Not the case tonight, because we had an awesome interview tonight, which you will hear in the next week's episode. Maybe? I don't know. Maybe? Maybe if you're lucky enough? I'm not sure. Speaking about next week, uh, I'm not going to be here. I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to be scoping out Hitler's summer camp. I will be in Germany. Uh, true story, I will be doing an excursion to his summer camp. Um, don't know why it's so fascinating to to to, to look at Hitler stuff. Hmm. Probably because he was probably like the top one worst human being of all time. Maybe maybe two under Punctious Pilate who killed Jesus Christ. I don't know. <laughs> uh, definitely definitely in contention. But, uh, next week you, you can look forward to or, a. I I know of a worse per- human being ever. Go ahead. Okay, the first co-host to ever leave Remy's Roundtable, Joey Mazan. Uh, Joey Mazan. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Joey Mazan. Yeah. Thank you for interrupting me during my uh, intro. Sorry. Scott. Appreciate Sorry. that. Go ahead. That's, that's Scott. He's, I'm, I'm the Mary too. of this episode. I, yeah. I will, I will introduce him a little later, but, uh, you know, this is a little unorthodox tonight, I guess. I don't know. Uh, next week, you can look forward to Carl Gottlieb. Who the hell is Carl Gottlieb, you might ask? If you live under a rock, Carl Gottlieb wrote the screenplay for Jaws. That's right. The shark movie, Jaws. Uh, Super interesting interview. We also have an interview with Eddie Deason, who is literally in every show of my childhood. I'm going to interrupt your monologue again. Go because ahead. what's so funny about the Eddie Deason interview is we just thought Polar Express in Greece. Yeah. And I mean, you guys weren't really like super, you know, it's always exciting to get someone who's okay. been in film okay. and television, mm-hmm. sure. you know, but it, it's okay. It's okay. The second you actually saw his graphic and saw everything that he's been in, you lost your mind. <laughs> and it was one of our best interviews. It was one of the most entertaining interviews we've done. It it truly, truly was. Eddie Deason was uh, a genuine, genuine human being who I will dream about probably tonight. <laughs> I don't think... I don't think I will ever get his voice out of my head. If you ever watched Polar Express, he's the know-it-all kid. If you ever watched Dexter's Laboratory, he's the ha-ha-ha-ha-ha kid. Uh, super big part of my childhood. So you can look forward to that next week. If you hate me, listen at least listen next week because I won't be on at all. 
Uh, I will be in Germany. Maybe I'll post some updates on Patreon. May I said maybe because I will not. I won't. I won't do that. But uh, you know, you can maybe look forward to that. You can look forward to this is going to be a long spiel, guys. Just bear with me. You can look forward to a best of montage of Scott and probably just Scott and I on other podcasts that uh, sophisticated gentleman's going to compile for us. Um, not to be com- not to be confused with compile, which is something that is in Nick's search search history. Uh, he's going to <laughs> compile a um, best of of Scott and I on other podcasts that we've been on. Uh, so look forward to that. I am cautiously looking forward to that. Um, <laughs> I think that's also, gonna be fun. It's something different than just playing our classic mashups or you know things that you've heard on our podcast, but. You know, maybe I'm sure that there are some uh, some people who don't necessarily listen to Remy's Roundtable or Nerd Archive or different podcasts yeah, that we've yep. appeared on or whatever. So there are some classic, classic moments in those. One just happened the other night, um, you know, when I said Judy Garland is a hot piece of ass. It's true. You know what else um, is true, Scott? What's that? Cut me off one more time during my intro before I introduce you. I'll fucking kill you. All right. And I'm waiting to talk because I I haven't heard my name yet. I know I'm trying. Listen, Nick. Listen, <laughs> Nick's this nothing to do with you. This has nothing to do with you and everything to do with. I have not introduced any of you yet. Listen, Scott gave me this long fucking encyclopedia list of things you got to talk about this. And you got to talk about that. I don't want to talk about this. Welcome to the realities of hosting, motherfucker. Like it's not just it's not just welcome to after dark, but it's not really after dark. It's actually during dark. No, I don't know why yeah, they call it after dark. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, hey, this is Scott from the New New Friends podcast, <laughs> but this is the No New Friends podcast. Yeah, it, it's not it, as simple yeah, as yeah, just no. That. It's not, and it's, it makes it even harder. To. It makes it even harder when you have assholes interrupting you during it, right? <laughs> so uh, I do have two more post-it notes to read through that you instructed me to read through before we get to the actual content of the episode. Uh, listen, if you hate this, just keep hitting that fifteen-second fast forward. I give you permission. Um, uh, actually, don't hit that yet. Um, we're gonna have both Ryan's, both Ryan's. We have a Ryan overload on uh, on the episode that I'm not here on. Uh, Scott's like, oh, Chris, Chris, look into my eyes. I could never do an episode without you. Then he's like, uh, five minutes later, he's like, you know what? Your old news going to have both Ryan's on uh, next week. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I won't be listening because I'll be in partying in Germany at October. It'll be in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I will be still hungover from Oktoberfest in Germany, but uh, you can look forward to that. And after dark, oh my gosh, we have a treat because guess what? You won't be hearing my voice talking for 15 minutes or intro you're gonna hear the sexy the accomplished the distinguished nick from sandpiper vacations for you know i'm just gonna introduce you right now nick because Can scott's talk already you? talked 45 times during the episode. nick how the hell are you i'm fucking amazing oh, beautiful That's simple simple response for you beautiful <laughs> thank you thank you for making it short and sweet just like uh scott always probably makes it just like my sex <laughs> life <laughs> yeah um do have a couple more housekeeping before we get to the actual episode. So please, I'm begging you, bear with me. I'm begging you, bear with me. Scott uh, has a virtual gun to my head. I do have to to say this. So first of it all, it doesn't have to be this difficult. Oh, it's it's you make it difficult. So first of all, <laughs> I do want to gun away from my head because I do like to express this. We are broadcasting live for the Sandpiper Vacation Studios. Um, beautiful in here. Very roomy. Um, way bigger than my apartment. I forever grateful that nick from sandpaper vacations lets us broadcast from this virtual studio because it's 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 beautiful it's part of the metaverse it's huge. yeah it's it's ginormous it's which is synonymous with other super gay of nick um anyway 
vote for us. And if you don't vote for us, I'll remember. Vote for us on Orlando Weekly. Go to OrlandoWeekly.com, pretty sure. Sure, it's Orlando, OrlandoWeekly.com, right, Scott? You say it 15 times an episode. Vote.OrlandoWeekly.com. Don't forget the vote. Vote.OrlandoWeekly.com. Vote for the No New Friends podcast, the podcast you're listening to literally right now. If you're hearing my voice, you're listening to us. So no surprise there. Local Notables. We're under the category Local Notables. Best local podcast. You might say, Chris, you're from New Jersey. Why would I vote for you for Orlando? Because guess what? The podcast is based out of Orlando, you asshole. All right, Craig. All right, Craig. Craig, if you ask me one more time, why is it... (laughs) Why is why am I voting for you the best of Orlando? It's because the podcast is based out of Orlando. All right, Craig. Who the hell's Craig? A, a guy who voted for us, but questioned why it was out of Orlando because I'm from New Jersey. Well, and uh, Disney's there and Universal's there. Thank you. Well, thank you. If, listen, if Chris wants to get us nominated for best best of New Jersey, we'll probably win that because who lives in New Jersey? Literally uh, every better person. Lives I, I just got nominated for something in Virginia, so it, it works. Well, okay. we're going to talk about that in a second because I do want to know more about that. But before we talk about what Nick was nominated for, we have another host nominated for something. Scott Maffei. Is he French? I don't know. Sounds like it, though. Italian. He, really? Yeah, it's Italian. That does not. That sounds. It doesn't. Sound have you Italian. never heard my Very stories French. of when I end up at the only reason why I go to the Italy Pavilion at Epcot is uh, Daniel, the bartender, and I'm always like, oh, because he's from Italy, and I'm like, oh, I'm the Maffei family. He's like, well, are you from Sicily or are you from here? I was like, I don't fucking know. I'm Italian, goddammit. And he's like, well, one Maffei is good, the other Maffei is bad. And I was like, well, I'm the good one. He goes, I don't know. You don't know where you're from. Oh no, Nick, did you ask for that story? Because I did. I surely did. It, it was so, not a good story. No, it was not. <laughs> no. So uh, I'm just like, do they serve Bud Light in Italy? <laughs> no, but I can't find a drink that I like. I've tried the limoncello drink, uh, garbage. Because uh, you're French, dude. Because you're not you're Italian. French. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're French. You don't look <laughs> Italian. No. I've never no. heard you talk about pasta. Nothing. We never. We we make uh 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 God what are they called? You can't even you don't even know what it's called. <laughs> no, for okay, Christmas we make cannolis and uh th- oh God, there's this hard like nut thing that we make. It's uh, uh, a what is that called? <laughs> I know the answer to that. <laughs> uh, Scott, uh, spoiler: you're not Italian. You're gay. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but it, spoiler alert: I found out I was twenty three percent Russian Jew. Wow, um, uh, we stand with Ukraine. First of all, I do want to address that. Um, I, I don't want any misconceptions about that. Uh, Scott, we're just gonna have. A, I'm gonna mute you, uh, like we are on um, around the horn, and I'm gonna mute you real quick. So uh, please disregard everything Scott just said and vote for Scott Maffei as best local radio voice. Scott fucking made the nomination. Because he's a boss. So uh, you're going to vote for No New Friends Podcast under Local Notables. And you're going to vote for Scott Maffei under Best Local Radio Voice. And you will do it because I'm telling you to, son. Uh, you're, it's Father's Day. Do it. Obey your father. Okay. So that's all housekeeping today. Um, now and that's, all, the and that's all the time we have for tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- thank you for listening to the No New Friends Podcast. Uh, we'll see you next time. Okay, I'll bye. Tell you what. I'll tell you what, Scott held a virtual gun in my head, like I said, and said, you're going to talk about all this. It's like, you know, you're going to definitely want to talk about next week. And you're, and you know, I'm not going to be here next week. Well, I don't know why I, I said, I said, just mess. let me discuss that real quick. You and did? you're like, 
I yes. did. I said, I said, when we start the episode, let me address what's going on next week so I can kind of give a little teaser and all that. And you're taking notes on the the little sticky notes. I'm like, yeah, all right, he's got this. Yeah, yeah. Don't right, remember so that. I need to speak up now because Please. it's Pride. It's Pride Month. It's my month. Let's talk about me now. We haven't talked much gayness yet. Fine, finally, someone <laughs> taking charge here. I like a man that takes charge. So. It is Pride Month, and that's that's kind of what's going to lead us into our next topic: is the um, the fear that Nick will kill me in my sleep if we don't talk about Pride. <laughs> Pride Month is here, and uh, I did go to a Pride event, and I got a free Pride flag. Um, why don't people give out Pride flags other than Pride Month? Rainbows are legit the coolest uh, fashion statement since I don't know short shorts, maybe like the above the knee shorts that's that Scott will never wear because he's seventy. And um, <laughs> uh, rainbows are so in uh, below the knee shorts are so out uh, cargo shorts included. Nick, do mm-hmm. you wear Sean own cargo shorts? We used to, and they were great when you like go on the Disney world yeah, and they weren't cargo right, shorts, but right. now we have a stroller for that. So hey, I see. Well, especially when you got to put your cell phone in the cargo pocket and all that and lock that shit up. Yeah. Yeah. The, the cargo so much, shorts. It, it hides the, it hides all the junk in my trunk. If you know what I mean, <laughs> cargo, <laughs> the cargo shorts had the, had a great heyday. Uh, even the camo was the camo uh, cargo shorts ever big down there, Scott. I guess camo is always big down in Florida. Yeah, yeah camo is like, always big down here. Yeah, see, it was, it's big because of the racism. They, they, I feel like people think that they can hide the racism for the from the with the camo, but up here, oh no, they cool don't. Of, they don't try to hide it. They're they're trying to hide from the deer so they can oh, shoot the deer. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Up here, it was like a hip hop thing. So I did have car. I did have like uh, camo cargo shorts for a little bit. Great in its heyday. Now I have to do those those damn like the khaki shorts that are really hot and thick and. I don't even know what we're talking about at this point, but I just really want to express my hate against the khaki short um, community. It is Pride Month. This is my the khaki short community is my community. Goddamn, and the cargo <laughs> short is your community. The, car- the khaki short well, is same. my community. No, it is not the same. No, it's, it is not the same. It's a little different. Maybe down south, but up north, it is not the same. Cargo shorts. You're like one of those anime kids running through hallways with your with your arms held up like you're from naruto down south it's like that you're just a dad you're just a dad or bald up here it's totally different (laughs) um enough about yeah see sean says cargo shorts are out shorty short shorts are in i i i'm on the shorty short shorts train i have decent uh thigh muscles uh my abs are hidden by my gut but my thigh muscles uh come in the calf muscles, perfect, perfect. Because <laughs> uh, calves are super easy to do at the gym. Uh, ab workouts, not so much. Well, not your much. your calves are huge because it has to support all that fat. <laughs> you would know. So yeah, so car- cargo. I have fantastic shorts. calves. Cargo shorts, as Ryan describes best, just scream single dad, which we will get into segment two about. Uh, but this isn't about you, Scott. This isn't about you. This is about Nick because it's June 15th as we're recording this Pride Month. Nick, I uh, before we get into what Pride Month means to you, I do want to kind of figure out um, what Pride Month means in Germany when I go to Germany next week. I think Pride's pretty. I, I feel like Germany has no right to discriminate against anybody or anything uh, because of what happened uh, in um 
World War II. But uh, I think that everything's accepted over there. Not sure. We'll find out because I will be wearing my my pride uh, uh, paraphernalia over there. Paraphernalia. I don't think it's paraphernalia. Pride uh, merchandise. Pride. Same. I'm actually going to be in Barcelona um, Saturday. Uh, we head on a cruise out of Europe, so I'm anxious to see how the world kind of celebrates Pride Month. So we'll be Pretty. in Fran- France and Italy too. So yeah, it, you know what's funny is um, first of all. Well, I guess you'll be there a little bit sooner than I am because I'm going next week. But um, yeah, it is. It is. It did. That was something that went through my mind, not just because like I my mom was like, oh, should I you know, are these fashionable to wear in, in, in Germany? Should we be the same? I was like, mom, nothing you wear is going to look nice over Germany. <laughs> like they like every, they, they have a totally different style than us. Right. But the thought crossed my mind like uh, we have Pride Month in june in in the united states i wonder what pride month is in the rest of the world i guess we'll find out i guess we'll we'll talk about that but uh since we are in the united states and pride month is running rampant because it is june nick what does pride month mean to you when did it start being significant to you and uh when did you start actually like full-blown celebrating it what do you do during pride month what do you do differently is there anything you do differently now than you do the rest of the year i have so many questions to ask all the, start, all the questions all at once i love yeah that. yeah but please start <laughs> wherever you feel comfortable and we'll just touch so, on the rest later i i grew up in a small town lima ohio you might have heard of us on a tv show called glee oh okay um Chris so sounded surprised. Point. He literally talked about that I in said, the very first We Say Gay episode. I, I can't remember if I when. Yeah, you did. You did. And I said, oh, I love Glee. And you said it's yeah. not as fancy. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I moved to Columbus in 2005. And I moved here about two weeks before the Pride Festival. Um, so I was actually dating a guy down here at the time. Um, so I went to my first Pride in 2005 here. And um, basically just a long parade that you get to watch on Saturday morning and it leads to a festival afterwards with a bunch of different vendors and just rainbows and unicorns and glitter everywhere. <laughs> Sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. So um to me I didn't I didn't really know too much about it growing up in a small town, just kind of coming in. Columbus has a huge pride. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger every year. Um we are one of the top two or three, I think, in the Midwest. Um, oh wow. But it's it it's kind of changed over the years for me on my view of it like before it was a celebration of just being yourself and celebrating love right um you, you see so many bars and businesses and um companies and the parade just um showing their support for the gay community mm-hmm. um it wasn't until probably later on that i kind of learned the history of why why we do the pride and it's it, the fact that we shouldn't really be calling it a parade and more of a march um, oh okay that's interesting it's it, it, essentially it's a parade it's there's floats and stuff in it but um it all started with a march um back in um i believe 1969 um i think we talked about it in a previous episode and mm-hmm. um i know fun year right 69 yeah um, why not that, that's yeah. a perfect year <laughs> very fitting very fitting uh so it was um started in new york city um with the stonewall riots so it Pride started as a riot. People were trying to um, just fight for their life, to be themselves, to go out to the bars, wear what they want, be who they want. Um, and in, over the years, obviously, things have progressed and has become more accepted. And Pride festivals and parades have become more popular, more just showing your acceptance, showing how much you care about it. So, um, But probably 
back in, I don't know, 2011, when I started working for Miller Lights, um, that's when things kind of changed for me with Pride. And that's, um, for me, Pride Month was work. It was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's uh, you can ask my husband as well too i'm like don't talk to me during pride month it was very busy for me because mm. of my business and just getting our um, the brain out there and the recognition and it's i learned from working with miller light it wasn't just slapping a rainbow on something um we've seen so many businesses over the years just putting a rainbow on it and they don't they're not really supporting the gay community so for miller light we were my job was year-round i was working in the gay bars and the gay community 24 7 there's businesses that come in one week a year slap a rainbow on something sorry i got a question for you so you got assigned to the gay district as a mm-hmm. sales rep yeah so my my job was specifically i worked for a gay marketing agency and miller light hired us hired five reps across the country to represent miller light and Coors lights for the gay community hmm. so it was a very um unique job that's i'm still surprised and lucky that i had that job it was a great opportunity especially looking at the other cities um we mm-hmm. were represented in dallas texas new york city san francisco and la and then columbus ohio mm-hmm. so and we've we've kind of talked about this before the gay mart in the the gay 101 episode in the gay marketing agency how much influence did you have and and was there any type of consulting as far as like their their marketing strategies and how do you how do you market towards uh at that time just the lgb community or 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 whatnot um so our agency was strictly an lgbt marketing agency okay Um, this was before the qia plus and everything else um so when i started our agency we presented to miller light and coors light here's what you need to do for your marketing it's not like i said it's not just putting a rainbow on something we helped create taglines that became billboards. We did um, oh, wow. magazine advertisements and TV commercial type stuff. So you had a lot so, of influence. Yeah. So our company was huge. We Every year we would come up with a tagline for what Miller Lite would be or what Coors Light would be that would go with, with the gay community. So we did one, one, one year with Miller Lite. So um, we did L, LBGT, um, mm-hmm. but we laid it out as light beer, great taste. So we teamed it up with Miller Lite slogan, but teamed it with the gay community. Wow, so, that's cool. Um, Sorry that it was a lie because Miller Lite is not great taste. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny I, is, is Bud Light drinkers Lite. versus Miller Lite drinkers are like Ford versus Chevy, mm-hmm. or you know Dale Junior versus uh, uh, what was oh god what was the other NASCAR Dale driver's Earnhardt name versus a car crash. No, Junior Dale. Oh. Dale Earnhardt Junior, and then the other was Jeff Gordon. Who is that? Right to me. I'm not twenty four, so I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I walked into that. I walked into that. Oh, yeah. I don't know NASCAR, but yeah, it was Jeff. Sure, uh, sure. All, right. <laughs> all right. Anyway, continue. Continue, Nick. Sorry, Jeff Gordon. Yes. <laughs> um. And we we created all these awesome campaigns that we actually won a contest for the brand of Miller Lights that um, we did so much better than all these other programs nationwide with um, creating a giveaway program that we yeah. gave away tickets to Las Vegas. We did a um, a contest that we did in Las Vegas. You won tickets to see Britney Spears. Um, so we helped increase the sales. We helped um, 
introduce the brands to people and un- let them understand why they should support. Sean just walked in. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. Dogs barking. I can't hear the dogs at all, actually, Nick. Can you hear them, Scott? No. I, sometimes I, I hear the chains. It's going here for four. I should have hear the dog. So it's a really easy tell. I, no. Well, that's all right. If I get a full erection with the dogs coming in, you've got a full <laughs> erection when Sean comes in. I say, hey, hey. <laughs> hey it's fair. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we, we came up with all these um, consumer giveaways for uh, Miller Light and Coors Light that um, just resonated with our clients, let them know why they should drink the brand, support the brand. Um, let them know that Miller Lite and Coors Light were the first, um, Coors Light was the first brewery to offer same-sex benefits. Oh. Um, and this was even after the Coors Light came out basically as anti-gay. So um, just let me see. Harvey know. Milk. Yep. Yeah. It's a whole Harvey, Harvey Milk incident in San Francisco. So you're listening. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Wait, so was Harvey was, Milk good or bad? He's a good guy. He was a good guy. Yes. So, yeah, so he was a politician that ran um, in San Francisco. Yes. And, the blood of Harvey Milk is yeah. the Bud Light. Yes. And got yes. shot. The blood of Harvey Milk. Yes. So, <laughs> spoiler alert. He got shot. Oh. He yeah. did. You didn't see milk, did you, Scott? Uh, <laughs> I think that's a different milk, maybe. Worship on your cinema. Yeah. Okay. There was a, a really good movie that came out about it, too. So, Milk? Um, is that really for about it's, Harvey it's Milk? Called, milk. Yeah. That's called Milk. Oh. Milk. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Not about dairy. No. Yeah. But, That's why I stayed away from it. I hate milk. I know. I know you're like his intolerant. I know. Um, <laughs> Nick, uh, I just want to touch on this really quickly. Um, cause I, I've been thinking a lot, uh, about this lately and there's companies that we always say, like, you know, they didn't just slap the rainbow on their logo. Right. And do you think in, in some instances that is enough, um, not enough, to the point where it's like um i don't know what i'm trying to say here but i just feel like any representation or any um promotion of uh the lgbtq lgbtq plus community is a good thing yes so if yeah so if a company wants to slap their rainbow on something during during june and not do anything else could you be do, doing more yes but i i don't know if it's right to demonize these these companies uh, for not doing more because uh, slapping the rainbow, at least they're showing some sort of support. Do you feel the yeah. same way? Yeah, I, I feel like they're showing support. Um, I feel like just in recent this year specifically that we're starting to see pushback from them and them not being the ally. Right. So, right. Um, as we discussed before, too, there's everybody. There's a lot of people that are allies out there, but they're not understanding. They're not standing there getting stones thrown at them. They're backing off right. from that. We're yeah. still getting stones thrown at us. So if you want to continue supporting us, show us that. Don't if somebody's gonna boycott you like Bud Light, then keep promoting that Bud Light Rainbow. Don't yeah. Don't just get rid of it and say, "Oops, we messed up." So. Yeah, and um, so we talk. Do you talk about t- slapping rainbows on things, right? And uh, that's great. That's great. You're putting a rainbow on something. Speaking of slapping rainbows on things, uh. Check out our website, nerdyfriendspodcast.com. Visit, uh, see our merch. Uh, we've got a pride line out there. It's fantastic. Yeah. You'll love the rainbows that we slapped <laughs> on our logo. Yeah, support real allies that actually are, are <laughs> yeah, trying it, to be progressive. It's great to see that support for us as a gay person to go somewhere where I can 
I see a rainbow on something. I'm like, I feel like this should be a safe space for me. Yeah. Yeah. Is that place going to be a safe space? If something were to happen, that's where the questions are starting to come in now um, versus eight years ago where, yeah, it, it's a rainbow. It's pride. You're celebrating and we're supporting. Um, yeah. And now we're and entering a new phase of it. I feel. Absolutely. And that's what I kind of wanted to touch on next is that, um pride and go ahead scott sorry real quick before you move on nick when you talk a lot about the companies that slap a rainbow or the companies that are true allies real quick can you can you name a couple companies that our that 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 are true allies that you would consider true allies um i don't know that's a tough one because i don't fully pay attention to the news anymore <laughs> yeah. i honest. don't either i don't either <laughs> it's horrible it's like the big thing that happened this year with um target um that i talked about how they pulled a piece of clothing line that people were throwing a hissy fit about um from their pride collection um that's where we're starting to see it this year but previously like the companies that i've seen support pride like chipotle and um a local restaurant called piata which is starting to expand nationwide a um, bunch of different banks as well too you see too so oh, that's cool. those those companies like yeah they i'm sure they support the gay community it's not something that i'm going to look into i don't right I, i'm going to support a bank that is supporting me but um, and, th- and that's what we taught too when i worked with Miller light is support those that support you as well too. yeah yeah i totally get that now what i was going to touch on was the um uh slapping a rainbow doing this doing that that's all great like I, I totally support that. If you do nothing more than slap a rainbow on your logo during Pride Month, I still commend you for that. I think uh-huh. that's great. I think that's a great show of support. I did talk about the story last week about how I was wearing just the Pride shirt, and someone, you know, someone said I like your shirt, and I feel like that's what that rainbow is for: is to make people, like you said, make people feel more safe. Now, the rainbow also makes people feel unsafe uh, in certain parts of the country, Nick. Now, can you elaborate on that and about how Pride is more important? Pride Month this year is more important um, than any other year in recent memory because of the cancellation of Pride events in certain regions of the country. And by certain regions, you mean mostly Florida? <laughs> I mean mostly where, Florida. That's, correct. That's where pretty much most <laughs> yeah. of it is happening. There's, I mean, there's stuff happening all around the country. Um, I know Tennessee was trying to basically ban drag shows to. Um, where children were able to see the right. drag shows, which was shot um, down. If I, if which, I yeah, correct, exactly. Right? Which yeah. was by a Trump appointed judge. If I yeah, so, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very surprisingly overruled of, yeah. like freedom yeah. of speech and all that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, unfortunately we're seeing a lot of prides canceled this year just because we don't feel safe. Um, there's yeah. a lot of communities out there that are um, even in our own community here where we get threats all the time from different events. Um, I just attended a pride and Virginia uh, um, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and there was a tiny threat, but it wasn't anything physical. Um, it was just more of a company that's like, I'm going to stop supporting you guys now kind of thing. Yeah, so they're, right. they're trying to boycott the companies that are supporting Pride, which yeah, is what's know, happening with Bud Light Is it a now. big company? Is it a big company, Nick, that's not supporting? No, uh, it was okay. a local. I was going to say, please name it so we, yeah. cannot, <laughs> so we cannot support it. Yeah, local. it was like a local thing that was not gotcha. so. Nick boy boycotts aside it's it's getting really scary yeah um, I mean there was pictures outside of Disney a couple mm-hmm. days ago with yeah um, Nazi protesters yep and 
it's, it's just scary for us as a community. It's scary for the people that are allies. It's everybody's. Yeah, it, it, 100%. 100%. I was just thinking about this the other day, Nick. Um, I, I remember a couple of years ago, we uh, Orlando Weekly puts on this great event. It's called uh, United We Brunch. And it's it's during Pride Month, and it's it's this big gay brunch before it's like the the pre uh, it's like pre gaming for the big Pride Parade in downtown Orlando. And uh, my wife and I have been to this. We went to the Pride Parade and all that. And no big deal. But now it's getting so bad where it's like I'm even it, like we we're totally if if my schedule works out, we're totally going to go wear our our Pride shirts and all that. But now it's to the point where I'm like, I'm kind of scared. Is someone going to drive a car through the crowd? You know, yeah. is someone going to, you know, it's even as an ally, it's scary. And I can't imagine what you go through on a daily basis. And it's like, it, it, it sucks. There's a lot of pride events here in Florida that are getting canceled because of um, the, for, the laws that are coming in place, the safety. It's, mm-hmm. it's scary. And I, I think I mentioned too, there was a drag show a couple months ago at a brewery here in Columbus that was getting protesters outside with guns. And it's like, why? Which is, which is, what is is affecting you? Which is ridiculous because um, it's, it's just crazy that like even, even me as an ally, um, I feel the same way you do, Scott. It's like, I would love to, uh, to, to attend these. Of course, I don't think that uh, in New Jersey, it's much of a threat. You know, I think it'd be more so if I was in Florida, but yeah, it, it's, it's scary because and it's not like I don't want to support the gay community. It's that I'm scared that some insane person is going yeah. to be insane during it. It's just, it's, it's a sad world that we live in. And, um, I don't know. Yeah, and it's, it's just like, it's like me having to worry about one of those events. You have to worry that on a daily basis. Like Scott said, it's just. It's just crazy to me. Yeah, and I feel like this year for Pride, it's hopefully becoming more of that march again versus the parade of just showing how amazing we are and everything like that. It's we're fighting for our lives and showing people we're not giving up. Too. So yeah. a lot of these, a lot of these people or places I've seen are canceling their Pride festivals, um, but in return they're they're just not backing down. They're showing up at the reaching out to their government officials and. Um, finding ways to continue showing like moving forward from we're basically backing up to 1969 again of trying to fight for those rights again absolutely i hope that you uh don't feel that way totally because we we do live at a time where it is way more accepted than 1969 Mm -hmm. thank goodness yeah you know Um, it 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 is it is but it's uh, it is i think we're moving forward but it's also getting so much worse. It's like as 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 more forward as we're getting, it's also so much worse on the other end too. Well, I, yeah. I have a counter argument to that, Scott, because um, if you never were to see those Nazis protesting outside, those what 12, 12 people protesting outside of Disney World, would you ever know that they were there? I mean, it made the news, so I, I don't no, know. No, no, that 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 that's what I'm getting at. Is those? I I I, I do feel like. Uh, listen, uh, us as a podcast, we're going to talk about anything that we think is interesting. Um, we're going to talk about anything that we think. Just like we named the episode, uh, Toby McGuire, Andrew, uh, Toby McGuire, Andrew Garfield, 
confirmed in Spider-Man, right? Why do we do that? Because we're going to get clicks, right? Right. Yeah. And shame on these news outlets. Because look, we do that innocently for, for views. Shame on these news outlets for giving these handful of idiots protesting outside of Disney World the exposure that they want. They want that. They're doing this out of hate. And they're doing that because they want the majority of this country does not do not align with their views. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but you say that, and I I see all the legislature legislature that's going through here in Florida, and and, and that's why I'm like you know we 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 make so many steps forward because I think we do we're better as a majority of society um, accepting and then some of us celebrating the lgbtq plus community and the and the gay culture as we called it in our first we gay we say gay episode but then i see all of this legislature going through and it and it's like i don't ever remember seeing this this um much of an effort to take away gay rights i i do truly scott believe that the age we live in with social media and with the news, as powerful both of those entities are, is that why would any of those organizations run articles on love? Hate is what gets them the clicks and the views. And it's an unfortunate world that we live in. And really what I'm trying to say is that there are people out there that hate gay people. There are. And but there are a hell of a lot more people that love you for who you are. And I don't want any gay person or anybody in the LGBTQ plus community to see a tweet um, or a, a, a news story about 12 Nazis protesting outside of Disney to think that the whole country is against them. And that's really what I'm trying to get at. There's a lot. Of, there, there, there are evil people in this world. There are evil people in this country. There might be an evil pe- person living next door to you, but there's a lot of of, of allies. There's a lot of people mm-hmm. that love you. And, there's, and 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 we have made progress. And I don't want that one news story to think you to make you think that we are back in 1969 because we are not. We are in 2023. And 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 Chris, I agree with you. And sorry, I, I don't mean to cut you off no, because I know ahead. you're trying to like end this segment. But this is a help. This is a good debate. No, absolutely. Yeah. It, it, and and I, this is new. This is the North versus the South. Seriously. And I it, want to talk it, about this. It is. I, I think you're right. I think you're right that, you know, this is the 2023 and all that. And again, I, I, I want to, I want to bring Nick in because we're too straight. We're too straight men sure. arguing. What? This. You're <laughs> straight. that's debatable at times although although uh, we'll get to this in a second we have to like chris lost some gay percentages today i did Um, but chris i think you're right that the the people that accept and support and are allies we've come so far because i you know we talked about this last week that we're gen zers and millennials it's kind of one and the same with lgbtq gen z you know it's just they accept so i think the good is better than it's ever been you know the allies are are larger it's a the 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 community of allies are larger than they've ever been but i think the hate is worse than it's ever been yeah i don't think i i don't think that's got I think well, okay, it's look at seven years. Though. Look at seven years ago. Some I, I, guy listen, shooting up a gay nightclub. I do think it's portrayed as that, Scott. But you're talking about hundreds of years ago that you couldn't even say you were gay because oh, you could I, kill okay. it on the spot. Hundreds of years ago, yes, of course. I'm I'm talking about I'm talking about now versus 
10 years ago, 20 years ago. No, no, no. I, I, I totally understand what you're saying. And Nick, uh, chime in after what I say, have to say, because I, I would love to hear your, your, your opinion on this. I feel that we live in um, a time where, where equality is accepted more so, but it doesn't seem that way because you have these bigots on the internet. I, I think social media is the worst thing that happened to anybody who has any any type of insecurities, whether you're gay, whether you're black, whether you're Asian, whether you're whatever. All these idiots have a voice now, and all these idiots can be they 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 have these soap this soapbox to stand on now. And you have the media, you have the media. Uh, Scott, why did you name the episode Andrew Garfield and Tom McGuire well, confirmed? Uh, if you if you didn't even know it was true. Listen, of course, for, for for clicks, but but before we bring in Nick, sure, I, I understand where you're going, and I understand what mm -hmm. you're saying, and, and and you're not completely wrong, but we have politicians that are that are that are feeding this hate and mm -hmm. making it ten times worse by by stripping the rights we of do. the LGBTQ we plus do. community. But is it but is it a majority of politicians like it was a hundred years ago where you couldn't even say the word gay? Mm -hmm. I, I think they are more powerful now than they were before because, ever since, ever because since you could say gay a year yes. ago here in Florida. You could say gay here a year ago in Florida. Now you can't. It, and, and again, um, I don't I'm not saying you're wrong, but I think that social media plays a very negative role in this. I, and I feel like I, I feel like these people have a platform because of social media. And I feel like uh, but, you know, one of my friends said to me best social media is not the, the 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 moral compass of the world that whatever you read on social media isn't exactly the truth and it's not a gauge on the like if that was true trump would have won the election last uh the last election you know what i mean there wasn't people tweeting about we need joe biden to be in president so we saw all these hateful things and that trump should be president this and that you know what i mean so i'm not neglecting i am not neglecting or or putting down the fact that there are hateful people out there and that uh that 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 homophobes don't exist but i am saying that uh and, and again maybe it's because i'm in new jersey maybe it's because i'm in new jersey and, and that could be true i am am uh grateful to see the the stuff that i see in my community i see rainbow flags everywhere i'm so happy every time i see one right um i i i, I we've said this a million times we have a long road ahead of us we have a long road ahead of us, but I do not think I don't think that we are 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 worse off than we were in 1969, Scott. All I right. just don't think that. So Up I'm gonna here, cut, anyway. I, I'm gonna cut you off because that's a, that's enough of two straight guys debating. Uh, I know. I do want to hear person I, feels. I do want to hear Nick. I do want to <laughs> hear Nick's. Nick, please jump in. I agree with you both on on this because yes it don't is. do that you're, you're trying to be uh, nice in the middle of it. you want to you know stop the fighting I'm the gay guy. I, know. I just want world peace <laughs> 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 um yeah i mean I, I feel like social media has played a lot into it but like scott said it's not just florida that's having a lot of lgbt anti anti-gay issues that are being mm -hmm. put into laws now the fact that these are becoming laws of how i can live my life and who i can love and what i can share with my child what's somebody else going to share with my child that's where the line is starting to get drawn in the gay community and that's where we're struggling and that's where these politicians are now going to keep feeding into yes maybe that social media they're going to keep feeding into but the fact that we're allowing them to do that 
And my lights just went out. Low <laughs> <laughs> uh, light Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's I, I, like I said, I it, I say it completely both ways. I feel like yes, we are going way backwards on a lot of stuff. Um, when it comes to those legal issues, the fact that you can't have certain books, and it's it's not even just gay books now. It's like black community is getting canceled in Florida, sure. it? like um, Hispanic culture, like we're supposed to be a country about acceptance. We're supposed to be um, a free country. Where's my freedom? I should not still have to be fighting for those rights that they're trying to take away my gay marriage rights. There's people out there that are still trying to do this. And it's, it sucks. It's scary for us as gay couple, as two dads. Um, and it sucks that we still have to live in fear because of, yeah, these people that we see on social media, but we're scared because they have guns and we've seen what they've done before. I, you know, uh, what you said just really put it into perspective for me, things, I still believe things are better, right? But even things being better doesn't mean it's any safer for you, which it's easy for me to say that things are better because they could be right. Because maybe there's less people that want to hurt you. Maybe there's less people that uh, that want to make laws against you. But there's still people out there that want to hurt you. There's still people out there that want to make laws against you. So even, yeah, I think you said you hit it around the, the nail right on the head. Scott and I are both right in the fact that we're moving forward and going backwards. But I'm, at the I'm same more time. right than Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, if you're more right than me, then, then well, you would uh, be against this stuff, so I, right? I'm, I'm more left than you. My man, my man, are mad right now. <laughs> but uh yeah no uh, um i i do feel like we've gone forward and i do feel like we've gone backward and i feel like the perfect summary of this is we're going in circles is that we're going forward we're going yeah. backward and that even even if you go forward uh you can't fully move on until all of the negativity is put behind us because even if there's some people in this government i'm gonna just point them out even if there's some people in this government that are against you uh, then it still st feels like the world's against you. I mean, one one powerful, important person putting up legislature, even if there's just one out of the millions of people, if they have the 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 power to to make laws against the LGBTQ plus community, that's a major issue. And this problem won't be resolved until there's nobody in that. And uh, unfortunately, that will never happen. And uh, the best we can do is fight for that. To uh, to to make it possible, and um, I I feel like we have a we have a fighting chance, especially with my generation. Uh, I can't speak on behalf of Scots. I can speak on behalf <laughs> of mine, and um, it's like I have conversations with a lot of my friends and people that are younger than me, and it's like we just don't get it. We just don't get the hate. We don't get the discrimination. And I feel like as time goes on, things will get better. Things will never, ever, ever be perfect. And I am eternally sorry that they will never be because I will never understand the pain that you're through, that you go through or, or the hate or the, the fear. But um, I can just hope and pray that things get as close to perfect as possible. Uh, we get these idiots out of office and um maybe we do need another support <laughs> I, don't, I don't know like what what do we what do we do to do this i i i, I uh, again that was a, that was a joke we do not need another civil war but it's <laughs> it's it, again like um we have these we had these 
um, debates before the Civil War, uh, pro-slavery against slavery. I feel like we we are going a little bit more divisive towards North and South with like tolerance. And I know you hate that word, Scott, but that's what it is down South is tolerance towards minority groups and just acceptance. You know what? You know what? If, if, if we could get more people tolerating, we'd be better, (laughs) you know, like, but like, but like I'll take, I'll take toleration from some of the deep South at this point, you know, But uh, it's I, like, I do. We'll, we'll tolerate a rainbow flag. We'll, we'll take it. <laughs> that's a win. That's okay. a win in some areas. Any, you know? yeah. <laughs> Correct me Any if I'm wrong. Any publicity is good publicity. Exactly. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but I do feel like today it's it's tolerance versus acceptance. And um, uh, I don't know. I just hope that everyone listening to this is accepting and not tolerating. And uh, if you're not, please take a hard, good hard look at yourself in the mirror and uh ask yourself, why are you tolerating this and not accepting it? Uh, I think that's a really good question to ask. It's a really good uh, reflection for Pride Month. Why are you tolerating the LGBTQ plus community and not accepting them? Um, But if you're hating, we'll accept tolerating. Hey, (laughs) we'll take what we can get here. Just, just, yeah. Any, any, (laughs) any further away from hate, we'll take. But please, accept people for who they are. Accept you for who you are. I don't know what else to say. Um, this is No New Friends After Dark. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Father's Day, because this is Father's Day week. We're going to talk about how um, the pros and cons of being two fathers. It's going to be a really fun conversation. Pros and cons of being a single father. We're going to talk about the pros and cons of being a non-father. This is No New Friends After Dark. We'll be right back. There's more pros than cons. <laughs> There are three things that I hate in life. Taxes, nausea, and booking vacations. The first two I'm stuck with, but for the third, I use Sandpiper Vacations. Sandpiper Vacations is a small business that is LGBTQ plus owned and operated with travel advisors all over the country. Whether it's a cruise, a trip to a theme park, or an all-inclusive resort, Sandpiper has you covered. Oh, and I forgot to mention, it's free. Why book a vacation when you can have someone else do it for you? That's like choosing to take the stairs on a building that has an elevator. Leave the headaches of booking a vacation to someone else. Get your quote today at www.sandpipervacations.com and tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. If you'd like to hear all of our episodes, all of our past episodes, just visit our website, nonewfriendspodcast.com. All of our links to all of our old episodes are there. If you didn't understand an inside joke or just wanted to re-listen to something, just check it out. It's nonewfriendspodcast.com, or you can check us out on all streaming platforms. Welcome back to No New Friends. After dark, during dark, during the day, if you're listening to during the day, maybe during the dusk. I don't know when you're listening to this, but if you're listening to this, thank you for listening. This is a special Father's Day episode of the New Friends Podcast, After Dark. I'm with two fathers. It's a special Father's Day episode. This is the first time we've mentioned fathers all episodes. <laughs> I don't think so. I think we talked about it once or twice. Um, 
I thought it. I thought it a lot. I mean, we talked about fathers of uh, the fathers of homophobia, the fathers of racism. <laughs> yeah, that is true. The founding fathers, of, uh, founding fathers, <laughs> yeah, of bigotry. So yeah, close enough. But now we're going to talk about some damn good fathers. Well, damn good father, as in, in Nick. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, Scott's a great dad. Yeah, but think, tonight's not know, about actually. me. This is about the gay dad. It's, I'm actually not sure, is... Scott. I just made that up. We'll have to write. We'll have to have your kids write in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I can't wait to dive into this topic because I'm not a dad, but I spoiler alert, I will be a dad within the next couple of years. Um, so I'm gonna need some tips, Nick. Not that kind of tip. Not that kind <laughs> well, of tip, Nick. First off. <laughs> You have to do more than the tip, I think. <laughs> I can't wait. So we had so much fun talking about the house buying. I can't wait till we talk about the the like the baby can the baby uh, conception, and I can't wait for for Chris to not be able to like produce for three months or whatever, and then we have to talk about low sperm counts and oh my gosh, and this, I am not looking other. forward to that. I think I'm that's going to be fantastic. People Your anxiety saying... is going to kick in. And <laughs> yeah, going to get camera shy. Yeah, okay. you're not going to be able to get it up. Yeah, uh, it's going to be this whole thing i can't wait people are saying i have the highest sperm count <laughs> um uh no you know what before we get into the father's day speaking about becoming a father it, i i do find it very weird that when uh emily and i first started dating which was in high school so i guess this makes a little more sense you know sex was very taboo you know you don't talk about that stuff now we go to a family event and they're like are you trying it like what, what? 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 You ask me if I'm banging your granddaughter? Like, why are you yeah. asking me this? It's like if I say yes, like what? What does that do for you? I always found that so odd with heterosexuals because obviously we, my parents weren't asking if we were trying to save a child. But <laughs> I, yeah, it's just weird, it's an odd, right? It's an odd question to be like, Very. are you guys doing it? When grandma asks, yeah, when grandma asks, are you guys trying? And they're like encouraging it, like, well, why aren't you? It's like, well, you want to help? Like, what do you want to film? Like, well, I don't understand your <laughs> angle on this. Like, I don't, I don't. Well, get they're this. not necessarily. I mean, like, they know that you're having sex, but they're wondering if you're wearing a condom or not, or is she on birth control or not, or, you know, what's what's the situation? That Scott, nonetheless, is a weird conversation to bring up at the dinner table at Thanksgiving. That's all I'm trying to say. It is. It is. So, uh, what I do want to uh, talk about is Nick. You are a father. That's correct. Scott is a father, but you're both in different relationships. Nick, what are some of the trials and tribulations of being in a same-sex relationship, raising a little girl? I I'm sure there's a lot of pros, and I'm sure there's some cons. Um, Real quick, we need to clarify. It's Listen, it's not about being in a same-sex relationship, raising a daughter. It's two dudes raising oh, a yes. daughter. Correct. Okay, because guys. I, I know when my daughter when my daughter was young enough and couldn't do her own hair, and she's like, "Daddy, could you do my own? Could you like put my hair in a ponytail?" Like this was the hottest mess ponytail yes. ever. I mean, like my daughter looked like she had a night on the town, and it, like it was a like was white girl wasted trying to put up a ponytail. Yeah, See, that's I, uh, fair. I played that's with Barbies when I was a kid, so I feel like I had that <laughs> practice. <laughs> I mean, if you didn't know I was gay, if you didn't know I was gay at that age, I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, I, oh, wait I, a second. I, I played Barbies with Barbies with my sister, say, too. Yeah. Barbies Holly, are for everybody. Holly Pocket for me. Holly Pocket for me. Yeah, it was but, I mean, guy. it was more the fact that I made sure Ken was naked all the time. So, um. 
but so yeah, you're into um, <laughs> what the anatomically incorrect <laughs> yeah. dolls. Yeah, it always annoyed me that he never had real hair, though. So I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to do his hair up. Um, so yeah, as we're gay dads, we have a black daughter on top of that too. So mm-hmm. yeah, I had practiced playing with Barbies and doing Barbie hair when I was a kid, but black hair is completely different. Right. right. And on top of that, every time we went out, like I almost felt like I was being judged because I'm like, is it okay? Am I doing it right? Because there's so much more products you have to use. You have to, um, she sleeps with a bonnet on every single night. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. And my parents, when I took her over there one time with a bonnet on, they're like, why is she wearing this? And it's help keep her head, um, help keep her hair oily so it doesn't dry out and just break off too. So how did you, Nick? How the hell did you? Okay, First, I, I, I give you all the props in the world because okay, you say you're raising a daughter, you're you're, you're raising a black daughter. There's like a lot of different rules, like you said. The bot, like how the hell did yeah. you learn all this? From uh, and and that's what was great about adopting is we had learned a lot of it in our adoption classes too. Um, they taught us about how different black skin is and how you have to care mm-hmm. for that differently in the hair as well too. So, um, our our adoption agency used to teach classes on black hair but they stopped doing it um but our um social worker was very helpful with giving us some tips and tricks and um obviously with the help of youtube out there but we we have a lot of great friends in our circle and neighbors even that have helped give us some tips uh i'm usually the one that does her hair um if sean does it it's um i know he's listening right now but sean mute this um it's not that great but uh, <laughs> so Johnny sean is the now. dude in the relationship yeah okay he's, he's getting better at it <laughs> now he's gonna be evil looks uh, <laughs> so hold up so in an adoption you had like the adoption classes where it's like cpr training and you know all the other stuff but then there was like a subset of adoption classes where it was like black maintenance yeah we there was a movie on it as well too that we had to watch i remember it was a very dated movie but um yeah it just talked about how blacks um like i said the skin the hair and everything so much different that you have to deal with so yeah there's there's (laughs) that's what scares me about being a dad uh someday not now uh you know if my mom's listening uh, chris just to let you there's no way you're gonna have a black kid (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like if that's what you're worried about <laughs> you, there's zero chance so unless the milkman comes <laughs> I, I am the milkman i uh i'm afraid you know uh, one of the scary things about being a dad is just there's no rule book for raising a kid you know what i mean um well there's books out there there's, there's i didn't read them there's books and there are rule books yeah you can just ask read. bill cosby yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, America's dad to probably many actually that's probably why you got the name America's dad is um oh, okay I can't go on with this joke <laughs> um Sean just gave you a you bitch um he loves me so yeah so there's no there's no uh like when they send you home from the hospital they're not like oh here's your manual yeah you know no, and, it's, uh, it's all learning process and I'm still yeah. learning um every single day and it her hair has changed since she was a baby even too so it's different products every single week i feel of what's working and what's not. <laughs> is that why you have the buzz cut you're like i i am had it with doing uh, yeah. the hair with for my daughter <laughs> it's less I, yeah 
I'm it not takes, doing anything it for takes me. a lot of time to get her ready and especially with starting kindergarten in, in the fall i am not ready to get up at 6 a.m to do her hair every single day see yeah because she's got that's a little fresh on the kindergarten yeah she's got to look yeah. she got to look good you know and uh yeah that, we, that, that, we had a great mine. we have a great daycare that we she's been going to since she was like four months old and they've been phenomenal one of the teachers there um she was kind of nervous to ask me at first. She's like, is it okay if I do her hair? And I'm like, oh my God, please, please. <laughs> show me how, show me, tell me all your secrets. Don't, don't be afraid. I'm like, tell me if I'm doing it bad. Like I've gotten so many compliments from other people, which is very helpful. That's cool. Yeah. End, so. Um, now men get very negative, um, connotations when it comes to style and like you said, hair how do you overcome that being in a relationship with another man, like raising a daughter? Is it something that you're a confident guy? Like you, you, you're a confident guy. I feel like you're like, you're going to dress your daughter and be like, no, she looks good. Like I know she looks good, but is there, there was, was there when, when you first started dressing her and bringing her out of public, was there that like, um, uh, fear of being judged? Like, Oh, she wearing the right outfit or this or that. Uh, it was never that for us because we're gay. So we kind of start. <laughs> we, the gay community starts a lot of the fashion trends. Let's be honest. Okay, fair enough. Like, look at short shorts right now. Like, yeah, we had those in style a long time ago. Y'all are just catching up to us. Wearing them right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not even wearing shorts. So that's the next, <laughs> that's the next style for you. Noted. <laughs> but I mean, the gay community, we're, we're known as fashion forward, as all that so we've always had amazing clothes for her and knew that's what a great answer we, i love yeah. that we just knew what looked good and i don't think she's ever worn anything crappy we've had some stuff in our closet that has been given to us and we don't put it on her if we know it's not <laughs> look good. and there's and there's days now she's at an age where she likes to dress herself and sometimes I just look at her and I'm like, you, you might want to rethink that a little bit. <laughs> and then there's some days as I'm just like, I don't care. Go to school, dress how you want to be yourself. So um, that's cool. I, I try to encourage that in her anyway, because I'm at a point in my life now that I, I, I dress and to impress because I've already won an amazing husband and an amazing daughter. So I don't need, I don't need to dress and impress them anymore. <laughs> so. That's amazing. Now, um, before I kick this over to Scott, because I want to know his trials and tribulations of being a single dad for uh, for off and on. Um, I do want to ask a sentimental question, Nick. What does being a father mean to you? Um, it's just been amazing to see her grow into a personality that she represents both of us. That's cool. Um, I don't know. Sean actually just put that in the chat as well, too. And it's like we, even though she's adopted, she's not our blood we see a lot of ourselves in her and that's what's so amazing to get that and see her sass from me and her nerdiness of comics and marvel from sean so that's an awesome answer i love that that made me yeah. so happy hearing that um wow uh yeah i feel like you know you're doing good when they just clap back at you <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's cool because i i, I resonate uh that, that comment resonates a lot with me because uh, i think i've touched on this before but i don't have a lot of blood family that i'm close with or a lot of blood family that's even living uh it's uh that doesn't mean it's you know when someone's not blood that doesn't necessarily mean they're not family i have way more family that's not blood 
when uh, when me and Emily got married, I had way more guests than her, but I had way less family than her. But uh, blood family, I should say. Uh-huh. And it's a, it's cool. It's cool because uh, it's nice to be able to pick your own family. And uh, yeah. that was a that was a really cool answer. I, I like that. Now, uh, now Scott, you yes. have few kids. Fifty-seven. Which one's your favorite? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we had one. Your... You have? I have three. <laughs> three kids, uh, two beautiful little girls, and one beautiful little son. Um, mm-hmm. They're all beautiful kids. I, I I've had the privilege to meet one of them in person. No, two of them in person actually. Uh, one briefly at. Uh, Oh, that's right. Yeah. You met Darren and Abby. Yeah. Yeah. Abby is a ball of sunshine and she is just an awesome human being. And you should be proud to be all of their, uh, their dad. They're just all great kids. And, um, kind of what I wanted to go, uh, you know, touch on with you was you were a single dad off and on. Uh, you just, you just, you know, you, you weren't content with being, um, a single dad. So you're off and on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what was, uh, did you have, do you have any, I don't want to get too deep into this because this is, uh, we're trying to get a little lighter here. You have any, uh, and it, but if you do want to get deep, please, by all means, but um, do you have any fun stories about being a single dad about anything? And I'm sure you do. I'm asking you this, knowing the answer that yes, you do, but please elaborate on some of the fun stories that you're like, uh, you know, you just kind of, kind of had to figure things out in the moment. Yeah, man. Uh, we're not going to get too deep because there's a huge deep story. And I think we're going to do an episode at some point where, you kind of like dial deep into me and mm-hmm. and my backstory and all that. But for the purpose of tonight, uh, yeah, I, I had two different stints as a two, two year stints as a single dad. So it's kind of like uh 10 day contracts in the NBA, Nick, the NBA national national basketball association. Sometimes oh. you have to s- sign someone to go into a 10 day contract, you know, but anyway, um, yeah, I, <laughs> I was a single dad twice um, at two different times. Yeah, it was a struggle. I mean, we've told the stories before where like I, we alternated between chicken nuggies from 7-Eleven mm-hmm. and Little Caesars Pizza, $5 hot and ready. Sounds like, like me on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah, that's just me for lunch. Um, to this to this day, like my 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 oldest two will never eat Little Caesars again because of how much Little Caesars we had. Um, because like women are so much better than the, like they can do the single parent thing. Uh They just figure it out. They know how to hustle. They know how to like, make sure their, their kid gets whatever they want. I have no idea. I have no Mm -hmm. idea what I'm doing. Like, I I remember dropping Michaela off at daycare and like doing her hair. And like the daycare teacher was like, Oh no, sweetheart. She goes, she's like, do you mind if I fix it? I'm like, yes, please. Because like baby girl needs to have her hair up and and I don't know how to do that because it was all like a mess. It was just terrible. Um, but yeah, man, it it like as a single parent, it was tough. It was tough. I worked a full time sure. job. Like I have so much respect for single moms because they do it so much better. It's like so much better. Well, moms um, are just superheroes in general. They are. They, they, they are. Know, it's. <laughs> <laughs> And that's not a sexist thing. They just are. And, you know, it's in their blood. I don't know what it is about. Need to give women more respect than we do because listen, but, but no, yeah, you know, we're not going to even respect since Father's Day. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. This is is our mom. It's Father's Day. (laughs) They have theirs. Yeah, this is our day. Um, (laughs) But but yeah, I I mean, it was, it was tough. And, and luckily I had a great support system here 
with, you know, my, my mom and then my dad and then my sister, because I don't know how I would have, I, I don't know how I would have done it. Yeah, I, you know, I worked, sure. worked 50 hours a week. I was a restaurant manager raising two and then three kids by myself. Yeah. Sick brag. All those hours. Um, <laughs> right. right. A, jo- a job is something. <laughs> And now Nick's getting all before. So uh, Ryan, uh, <laughs> Ryan in chat uh, says my air fryer gets a workout with my son, and, which is hilarious. I feel like if air fryers were a thing back when Scott was a single dad, because air fryers are fairly new. <laughs> yeah, um, it's so uh, easy to make chicken nuggets with. Yeah, and see, French fries for her. Scott would be like, I would have saved a lot of money. It's microwave, microwave air fryer. Mm-hmm. My microwave was on like overload all the time. It's uh, it's interesting uh, hearing the 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 parallels between between you two raising uh, both your respected children, because uh, Scott being a single dad, Nick be having you know two dad, you know your your daughter having two dads. Um, I don't know. It's just it's just really interesting the differences. Um, because I guess looking at Scott and looking at Nick, like you can tell Scott has no style. And um and and so he's like I don't know what to do with my daughter and Nick's like no 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 we got this we got this. <laughs> we got this I think there's I some pro- yeah there's some pros and there's some cons you know uh, uh, listen yeah. and uh, I think for us the difference obviously is with adoption that we had those classes we were in the hospital for a long time with Harper that mm-hmm. we had nurses teaching us a lot that we learned um and was ready to go for this because. When Piper was born, we took her home from the hospital. It was such a different experience for us because um, with Harper, like we had all these nurses and everything like every single day saying, telling us what to do. And we had a set schedule with Piper. They're like, basically, they just, the baby comes out of the womb and they're like, OK, here you go. And you're like, now what? <laughs> scary. Yeah, it's scary for sure. I, uh, all cheesiness aside, I don't want to get too cheesy in this episode, but uh, I do hope to to um, take uh, qualities and attributes from both of you as fathers and implement it in my, you know, raising of my children someday, because I just feel like both of you uh, are just amazing dads in your own respective ways. The funness, the style, the, 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 the everything about it, just seeing the pictures and just seeing how great uh, both of your children turned out. I just I, I hope to be. Uh, someone like the both of you and of course my father as well who has been a um yeah didn't really talk about him that much this episode because this is not i'm not a dad so uh but i can talk about my dad for a second he's uh he's everything to me so if i could um you know if i could be just a percentage of 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 all you guys just put together i'm gonna have a pretty damn good kid uh can't wait to talk about that when i can wait to talk about it because i am not ready yet but maybe next year get, uh, get in the house first yeah yeah <laughs> we're gonna get the you're gonna get the house first get the privacy first then we'll talk kids but you know what it's gonna make for a hell of a, a father's day episode next year maybe spoiler alert maybe i'll be a half dad because maybe the kid will not will, like, will not be born yet so i'll be like a half father you know oh. what i mean mm-hmm. like it's just developing what are you what are you you're not a you're dad st- yet. You're still considered a father. You can still really a Father's Day. Yeah. Perfect. I'm gonna listen. listen. In, in my in my world, listen. I'm gonna expect a gift from Emily <laughs> on Father's Day, even if even if the baby's still in still in the uh, in the oven. I'm not. I'm, Meanwhile, I'm gonna... this motherfucker buys like buy one get one free candles and stores one away for the next pet holiday. Wow, <laughs> uh, we did not talk about that on air before. <laughs> This has been no new friends. <laughs> this has been this has been the life of Chris Yab. We'll be right back. Uh, uh, 
Anyway, this is this is great. Uh, when we get back, we're gonna uh, man, God help me, we're gonna have Scott summaries. I hope we have just a few because I'm scared for my life. Every week it's scarier because every week Scott gets a little this is we'll be right back hey you you want to join a cult well this might be your lucky day for just two dollars a month and a simple blood oath you can join our clubhouse and become a friend with benefits in addition to the amazing feeling of donating to the poor, you will have access to Patreon-exclusive content, live shows, and maybe even a behind-the-scenes look at my secret stash. To get started, head on over to nonewfriendspodcast.com and hit join our clubhouse. Can't wait to see you at the initiation ceremony. Oh, and in the chat during our live shows, of course. Thanks for um, graciously listening to those commercials. They were really good ones. We worked really hard on those. And please, <laughs> please contribute to every single one of those. It would mean a lot to us. Now, we have some summaries from Scott. We also call them here on the Another Friends After Dark podcast, Scott Summaries. Please, Scott, summarize the podcast for us. Yeah, I only have a, uh, a couple because I was more engaged than I normally am in the episodes that I have. Summaries, but here we go. All right, uh, Chris. Chris did the longest intro ever uh, at the beginning of the show, and in that amount of time, I calculated it out. I could have made four thousand eight hundred and sixty-five babies. <laughs> Happy Father's Day, Scott. Happy Father's Day. Uh, Chris is going to be in Germany for two weeks. Um, maybe by the time he comes back, he'll be done with the fucking intro of the show by the by then. <laughs> I don't know. So true. <laughs> Chris talked a lot about his calf muscles. He also said that his abs are hidden by his stomach. Um, I have no idea how he knows how big his calves are. They are also hidden by his stomach. <laughs> Chris, is, Chris talked a lot about slapping a rainbow on things. Uh, judging by how tight his shirt is tonight, he's been tasting the rainbow too much. <laughs> This is a large. If this is tight, then I'm in some trouble. <laughs> and finally, Nick talked a lot about how long it takes to get black hair ready for the day. Interestingly enough, the only thing that takes longer is Chris doing his hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true, actually. Those are my summaries. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. Like Thank you, Scott. Um, thanks for listening to this episode of No New Friends After Dark. This has been a lighter take on No New Friends After Dark. We're going to go back and forth. Like a bisexual human being that I'm very jealous of. Um, and if you're bisexual, watch, we'd love to have you on the please, podcast. Come on. So please come on. Um, if you're pansexual, we need you as well. Trans, whatever. We we need, well, I want to cover every single letter of the yeah. LGBTQ plus alphabet, not just the G. Let's get a plus on. I don't know what plus means. I don't know. But l- we want mm-hmm. every, we want every representation on yeah. this podcast at some point. Yeah. I think I might be a plus. Well, you're a plus size. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> um, 
Oh, lost my train of thought because I was just so depressed. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening tonight. Uh, if you ever watch Rocket Man with Elton John, this podcast is the embodiment of Elton John having that orgy with all the men and women and maybe the pluses of the LGBT plus community. Oh, wow. I totally just slurred that whole thing. LGBTQ plus community. I thought I had it down. I thought I had it down, Scott. I thought I had all the initials down. And I just don't. Let me show you how much I'm slurring at this point. Okay. Yeah. This is, this has been my I night. I had it down. Um, but yeah, so the L, the, okay. So what are they saying? Rocket man orgy is this podcast. Vote for, us, now. vote for us on Orlando weekly. Scott's adding up his bud lights. Uh, <laughs> listen, Scott, we get it. You're an ally. We get it. <laughs> and a drunk. <laughs> we get it. Um, <laughs> my percentage just went down. Uh, Charles Roberts says in chat. Oh, we never got to why your percentage went down. Oh man, let's oh, well. do that. And and we should have the Tonys were this past weekend. Don't even know what that means. I so, didn't watch it either. Wait, was what? Tony. There was no good musicals out this year. No one deserves a Tony. No, Give the one... first non-binary person won. Actually, two non-binary mm-hmm. people. Won wow, I am a homophobe now. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Alex Newell from Fuck. from Glee. Glee. Yep. What was Glee in? What was that? Was a TV show? That's not a Tony. Yeah, no, but that's where he got his start. He was on the Glee project. He was on the Glee project. That's that's cheating. I was going to say that's cheating. No, he was on the Glee project on a Broadway show now. Yep. And then, and then um, he was on, and I I don't know his pronoun, so I apologize. Um, He was on. He was in uh, Once on This Island. The reboot of that didn't win for that, but then just won. For it's called Shut. It looks yeah. Hmm. Looking at that, interesting. I didn't even know the Tonys were on. I try to boycott all those shows because those those all the writers are boycotting it. So I feel like I should boycott with them. I think it's a little homophobic to boycott. <laughs> <with the laughs> it's, it's probably not. Yeah, Sean and I actually met Alex. Um, Damn it! Really? Yeah, they performed at one of the gay bars here back when. Oh, that's amazing! Like, still, it was awesome. That's pretty cool. In, in New Jersey and Philadelphia, we just call them bars. <laughs> you oh my god okay this is proving my gayness right now uh you you know <laughs> don called him mercedes which mm-hmm. was a completely different african-american character on we, he did it on purpose but oh really yeah that's really okay. funny because there was a i think somebody on the show called him mercedes or something they yeah uh there was like I, a line on there yeah i think that um sue sylvester called him yeah. like like boy mercedes or something like that you know because she was always um like kind of picking at them for their differences but i think it was in a way to showcase their differences mm-hmm. from the right anyway sorry all right so anyway we first had the longest intro ever now we have the longest outro ever um <laughs> all, so both- recording both contributed by Scott, both the fault of Scott. So if you hate that, you know, take it up with HR, which is <laughs> Scott. Um, next week, I won't be here. So if you hate me, listen next week. Uh, Nick from <laughs> Sandpiper. I always call you Nick from Sandpiper. It just sounds so good. Nick like from Sandpiper yeah. just sounds so good. I like to plug you every time I can. But, so hey, Nick from, happy Pride Month. Nick, <laughs> Nick from Sandpiper. <laughs> will be hosting next week which i cannot wait to in two hear. weeks so next week will be um 
Like no, 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 because next because this is airing next week, so it will be next week in the future. Right, Scott? Scott, help me out, please. We're recording it on the 20th. Scott's lost. What's the question? So, I said Nick will be hosting next week. And when people hear this, and, and Nick week, is right? hosting in two weeks. No, no, but that will be next week. Next when week. When people are no. hearing this. When people are hearing next this. week, you're doing two. No. In, when people are hearing this, it'll be two weeks. Nick will be hosting in two weeks. So if you hate me, tune in in two weeks from now because I won't be here. So thanks for listening to this episode of No New Friends After Dark. Special happy Father's Day. Whether you're an actual father to a biological human being, whether you're a father to an adopted human being, whether you're a father figure to anybody, uh, thank you for being you and thank you for being that father figure in that person's life. Um, Man, there's not much more I can say. Happy Father's Day from the No New Friends podcast. After Dark, I'm Chris on behalf of Nick and Scott. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. That was good. Nice, short, and sweet. Yeah. Yep. It's the only thing short this episode. That was fun. That was that was that was enjoyable. Um it was light. It was, we needed that after last week. That was enjoyable. That was short. That was light. Nothing that Chris has heard before. <laughs>